So welcome to the Car Dealer Pro Podcast. Today we've got an auctioneer from Mannheim. He's called John. Been an auctioneer since he was 19 years old. He'd done it for 10 years and then he'd come out of that and uh, went working for other traders. He was self-employed and he would bid on cars. He'd appraise cars for other traders, bid for them and try and win them for them. And he'd done that for about four or five years. And then he went back into being an auctioneer. And we're just going to be talking all about his career. Uh, Some of the cars that have been through the auction that have made crazy money. And then some that have lost crazy money. Loads of great stories. And uh, I hope you enjoy the conversation. So yeah, John, thanks for coming on the podcast tonight. Absolutely, I'm over the moon you're on it. So yeah, I know you from, from back in the day. Well, actually, I knew you before. I, I know you were an auctioneer, uh, but when I met you, you you were buying for other traders, weren't you? Yeah, that's right, Dave. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm really pleased to be on to that. Yeah, um, I was buzzing when you texted me and asked me to come on. Um, but uh, yeah, so I was I was working for Manheim for nine years. So yeah. I left... Um, or I started when I was 20, I left, I left in the late twenties. And, um, I just, uh, there was a few people that always asked me to kind of buy cars from at the auction. So, um, yeah. if I was auctioneering, there might, I mean, there was a guy over in Norwich, you know, quite a long way to come to. And a couple yeah. of times he got stuck on the way or something come up at home. I'm not sure, but he just said, Oh, John, there was, you know, four or five cars I really wanted to buy tonight. Um, would you mind having a look around them for me? So I'd look around them and he'd say, right, well, you know, pay up to 5,000 or whatever on this and pay up to six on this and whatever. And, you know, I might buy him two or three out of five. And yeah. it, it, when, when he got the cars delivered, he rang me up and he was like, oh, look, I'm really pleased with how he described them. They were spot on, they were just, you know, just what I was looking for. Trying, you know, really, really pleased with the cars. Thanks for that. Yeah. So, and then there was another two or three guys in the same, on the same kind of on the same kind of thing. There was a guy down in Gatwick who he used to go every week to Northampton, but he just right. he just couldn't he just couldn't get over there all the time. It's too far to come for an evening sale. Um, had young kids and whatever, and and again he you know trusted me in terms of thought I knew what I was doing kind of thing, and he yeah. asked me to look at stuff, and then um, it, so I got I got sort of there was three or four people who regularly asked me to buy cars for them. Um, yeah. while I was, while I was at the auction at the time, I felt man, I'm kind of lost their way a little bit at the time. They, they were at there. There was a lot of changes and stuff. Um, I didn't feel, I felt like I'd kind of, I wanted to, I wanted to have a go at doing my own thing. I wanted to be self-employed yeah. and I just, I just felt it was the right time for me basically. So I had a word with, I had a word with the buyers. I, I was already kind of, Buying, buying cars for uh, on their behalf kind of thing yeah um and um ask them if, if if they kind of take me on in terms of um buying cars from so uh that that's that's what i did and i loved every minute of it to be fair so, so would you would you like say from monday to friday would would you be yeah. at an auction every day um it, it, the first couple of years were really really busy I think was, um, was this was this like before uh, online bidding was as popular? Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, it was definitely. I mean, online kind of really took off. Um, that had an impact on it. It made it harder to to, to yeah. buy cars for people when online really took off. Um, not only that, 
Um, the, uh, the, to be honest, more and more main dealers kind of went to retail the part exchanges. So right. more and more, instead of sort of saying, right, that's not what that doesn't fit our stock profile, send it to the block kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Now what you find more and more of these main dealers, they'll just, they'll just go again with the part exchanges because there's, yeah. there's good money in used cars, you know, and yeah. um, there's no money whatsoever really in new cars. So, so yeah. more and more of the um, main dealers decided to sort of go again with their part exchanges. And therefore what was coming into the auction when I first started doing it, first couple of years, the choice was unbelievable. I mean, yeah. Um, what, what year remember, would you I, say that was then? So I would say that was uh, so probably what, seven, eight years ago. So you're looking at 2012, yeah. 2013. Yeah. Um, yeah. The first couple of years. I mean, just for an example, I remember I used to go to Rothwell to Man on Leeds on a Wednesday, yeah. and I'd get there at like quarter past eight in the morning because there'd be six hundred cars going over two halls at least and i mean i'd have like 70 cars on my list that i'd be trying to buy so <laughs> i'd have to look at 70 cars yeah. you know ring you know four or five different guys um get yeah. all the pricing on them give them all yeah. the descriptions on them it, you know it was pretty it was really intense. It was, if i'm being honest it, yeah it was intense it was like it was a two-man job really yeah um yeah. You know, you just kind of did the best you could, but uh, you had some great, really, really good times then. Um, and there, and, and there was there was good money to be made um, as kind of as the years went on. Like I said, there was less and less cars. So again, I'll, I'll use Man on Lee's as an example. They went from having six hundred cars every Wednesday, really good selection of stock, yeah. to yeah. down to like three hundred. So yeah. then, you know, your seventy cars goes down to probably half of that 30 35 but then not only that the quality of cars is so much less so yeah like i say but they're they're not a lot of the cars they're not reselling for a reason you know that yeah they want too much paintwork or whatever or they've had paintwork and stuff like that so again you probably half it again and you're down to 15 or so yeah which sounds like a lot but the 15 not the my lot one the 15 everyone else wants you know yeah. typical kind of auction stuff that, that's um, it like, like you're saying there's what there was 600 then 300 cars but you've yeah, still got as exactly. many traders in the all exactly. haven't you and then you've got the internet going mad as well now so um yeah. you, your job goes from you know it, it just got harder and harder and harder and don't, i mean don't get me wrong what i did it for five years and i, and I was still making decent money i, I just decided that i wanted I wanted to go back to being f- fully employed and yeah. Um, yeah. I wasn't the best with my paperwork and I'm still not now, <laughs> now as an auctioneer <laughs> to be honest. But um, when I was self-employed, it, yeah. it used to worry me, you know, I didn't yeah. want to, I didn't want to get in a mess with my bat and tax and whatever. And yeah, um, yeah. yeah, I just, I just decided that it, um, my what? supervisor sort of now, uh, Kev, um, he he contacted me and he'd heard that you know I was looking to get back into employment through the grapevine through one or two other people and yeah. and he con and it, yeah he just asked me if I'd be interested. Great. And what was the, like, <coughs> the, the, the straw that broke the camel's back? Was there just one day where you went to an auction you just didn't win? Anything? Yeah, you know what? Oh, it, oh, you just I like oh, I'll tell you what. I remember one. I remember one time I went to uh, BCA Bellevue and I was based oh, in yeah, Nottingham yeah. at the time. 
Do you know what? Sorry, the I hate driving there from Sheffield. Mm. So you were going from oh, like say, it's even a dreadful place to get to. Any, <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's a dreadful place to get to anyway. So <laughs> you up at the crack of dawn? Yeah. You know, I was probably up at half five. Probably left the house at six to get there at say half eight. And I remember it. There was uh, is my my guy in Norwich who I'd buy it for. He had, I think it was. I'm sure it was twenty six cars he had, and. I mean, he's a strong buyer, a good buyer. Yeah, and yeah. we've been a few times. I only went if there were a good number of cars. It had to be at least 20 cars to make it worthwhile. Again, the same scenario. Yeah. You'd probably cross, you know, five to ten out off, you know, and half of that would make really good money. And I think I'd, you'd like to think you get at least five cars out of 20. But he had 26 cars. <clears throat> he was desperate to stop, really wanted to buy he, 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 you know, he said he had good money for the cars, um, which he did. And anyway, so I went down, got there for half eight, looked around everything. I think the sale started at half nine. Anyway, once I've finished looking around these 26 cars, Dave, how many did I have left to bid on that I, because cause with, with, with him, he's very particular about previous paintwork. Yeah. Like he, he doesn't want doors that have been filled he don't yeah. he don't mind doing some paint like a bumper or wing yeah. or whatever yeah. or key yeah. panels and he's got no problem with doing that he doesn't yeah. like it if doors have been filled anyway 26 cars how many was i left to, to bid on oh god go on one. Oh god i bid on one yeah. and that was the third car in the cell so it was half it was half nine start I yeah got up at half five left the house at six yeah and by just after half past nine, I was on my way back up empty-handed. <laughs> and bless you, he, oh, he, he was a good guy and he was really pleased by it. Yeah. And, he, and if I made a trip, he'd guarantee me three cars. So he'd pay me £150 because yeah. I was yeah. on 50 quid a car. So, yeah. but it weren't about that. It was just demoralising, you know. And the week started getting like that. And what I found was I had a really good routine. So... I'd always, pretty much always go to Northampton on a Tuesday, uh, sorry, Mansfield on a Tuesday, sorry. And I, I, I had some good regular buyers there and I'd regularly buy, you know, 10 cars or whatever from Mansfield on a Tuesday. And then I'd even go to, North, uh, sorry, Nottingham, BCA Nottingham for the Tuesday afternoon sale. Yeah, yes. And I wouldn't buy a lot, but I'd buy anywhere between sort of three and five or six cars. Um, and Leeds on a Wednesday was my great day where I would always buy 20, 30 cars on a Wednesday oh, at Leeds. Yeah. yeah, it was great. And then um, Thursday, where did I go on a Thursday? Um, I'd sometimes Mansfield go to BCA Brighouse on a Thursday. Oh, yeah. It, was, it was Mansfield on a Thursday. It was, Mansfield was it the Friday? Thursday, Thursday, and then they changed it to a Friday. You're right, yeah. You're right. It was Mansfield yeah. on a Thursday. Oh, that was it. Yeah, and then sometimes I'd go to BCA Nottingham on a Friday. Yeah. Or if that was no good, I'd go to Bellevue. Um, so uh, I had a really good route. And I was always, I'd always pretty much be guaranteed to work four days, sometimes five days. You know, on, on a bad week, it'd be three days. But I always had regular work. And um, yeah, it was great. But just those days where you'd think, right, I'll go there. So I know I'm going to buy at least 10 cars. Yeah. They went from kind of four to three. <laughs> to two yeah. to then even like man on Leeds where I was always guaranteed big numbers there on a yeah. Wednesday even that got harder and it started yeah and that started to be like five or six um, and then you just kind of weigh it all up and like I say yeah, I, 
I can't complain because I, 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 yeah. I, I did okay, but it, it, yeah. I just knew it was time. I knew it was getting harder. Yeah. I knew it was time to kind of yeah. I had a bit off for it, man. Like, yeah. they, they were really good. They gave me, you know, they, they yeah. wanted me to come yeah. back. You, and you, you, you knew it was the right time to I knew to it was the right time, for... yeah, yeah, definitely. Because yeah, it's not very often I go to the auction now, but every time I do, I mean, you, you don't see many people like what you were doing back in the day when you were bidding no. for people. No, you, right. you just don't right. see that as much no, now. No, you don't. Um, no, you I, don't. I'm sure there is some people there, but I, I remember when you when I first started trading, which was about six six years ago, something like that. I remember seeing you and meeting you in uh, Mansfield. I just remember thinking, God, I'd love that job. That's amazing. I, I remember it. I remember it well. And I remember you yeah. were really like, intrigued by it. Yeah, I remember I you asked me loads of questions. And, yeah. Um, and I think it goes back to what you were saying earlier about kind of um, simulcasts and people being on the internet. That really kind of killed it because yeah. more and more people thought, well, why pay him 50 quid when I can just bid online and yeah. you know, yeah. pay it you know, to, to man I'm... Um, so, and yeah. you know, you know them, them. So like this chap from uh, Norwich and, and the other ones down south, yeah. w- would they think right if it's a good clean car? Yeah, we'll go over cap clean. So they'd say, look. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I think it's always been the same. Where you just know the really desirable cars. I mean, you do it yourself. I've seen yeah. you buy and stuff, and you'll pay good money for the right stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> obviously, clean cars that are ready to go. But you know, everyone wants a. A low, low, low owners the better and the more history the better you know if it's yeah. one owner you you don't want 10 owner one stamp you want one owner with 10 stamp <laughs> yeah. so you know and, and and everything's more important now you know your spare keys and all the rest of it the MOT yeah because yeah. yeah. the thing is now there's parts are expensive the margins are smaller you know yeah everything there's not the margins they used to be so yeah. people are all trying to because of the internet, they were all trying to be competitive. They were all trying yeah. to get their car on that first page, of, yeah. you know, on Autotrader yeah. kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. And the margins aren't massive. So, you know, your spare key and all the rest of it, it, it really matters now. Yeah. Whereas, yeah. you know, years ago, if you were the cheapest car on Autotrader, it didn't matter whether you had a spare key or whether there was yeah. a month's MOT and all the rest of it. People would just buy it. There was, yeah. now, it, you know... All, all these things. times have changed yeah times are different were you at the auction today then or yeah yeah i've had my first one ahead? back actually dave yeah yeah i had my first one back so um uh, was there many people I've been off there, for then? 10 weeks right. no it was online only so there's oh, no physical right. buyers allowed so at the right. moment we've got no physical buyers no physical vendors so no physical customers who can sell the cars you know like your marshal or whatever they're yeah. not allowed on site yeah. um it's literally two auctioneers and a and a simul class clock yeah. controlling the internet, um, and everything is online. I'm hearing that uh, June the fifteenth, it's proposed that auctions may be allowed to open again to the public. That hasn't been confirmed, I don't think, but that's that's what's being proposed. Manheim are actually really kind of quite firm about the fact that that may be all well and good, but they're only willing to do that if social distancing could be kept yeah. and stuff like that. They're really trying yeah. to stick to that. So um, it's going to be tough, isn't which, it? It's going to be, which is going to be really tough. So um, uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know what's going to happen. 
you know, you know, yeah, you know, like the, the the cheaper sales, and everyone's trying to get in to see the uh, driver. How's the clutch, mate? Gearbox, all right? Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. You know what I mean? It's exactly. just, it's just, yeah, it's it's going to be a nightmare. It's and and what were the mm. prices like today? Then were the um the reasonable? They were very mixed. Like your cheaper stuff, your kind of bread and butter stuff. You know, under four or five grand, I suppose. Um, yeah pretty good really just just probably just as it was before lockdown um right, right not much difference there it's your higher price stuff that, that's been affected more especially like your late and low mileage stuff um at the moment it, until june the first there's no there's no main dealers in none of them are open yeah business at the moment yeah. um i'm pretty sure there's no car supermarkets open either um right. until at least june the first so that late low mileage stuff, which you, they all usually kind of fight over, yes. uh, there's no interest in it whatsoever at the minute. Yeah, that may well change next week when, like I say, with June, from June when the first, yeah. Uh, yeah. I expect. Yeah, I expect that to change. And so the, the cars that are getting put through the block at the minute, what, where they're coming from then? It, it's mostly a kind of backlog before the lockdown, really, because. Right. Right. There's not been a lot of collections going on. There's not been a lot of um, sort of appraisals on site or, or, or collections. It's it's mostly stuff that was kind of here before the lockdown, which didn't make it, you know, didn't right. make it in sale before the lockdown. So it, it, that's that's why it mostly consists of really. This is the first yeah. Um, yeah full week of it really being back. Last week there were. There were a couple of sales, a couple, couple of our auctioneers did sales from home, but it was very small sales. It was just kind of gradually getting back back into it. Yeah. Um, whereas this week, we actually went into the branches and uh, and did the sales um, from the branches. So it, and, and plenty of people buying then, plenty of yeah. I mean, um, yeah, yeah. I think I think we I think we had about 150 logged in online at Birmingham today. Yeah, trying to buy. Um, it, it was um, the problem. The, I think the problem we had today, uh, they're mostly listers' cars, and they have a lot of late low mileage stock. Like, yeah, yeah. A lot of their cars are probably over six, probably over six, seven thousand, yeah. and we just yeah. didn't have the customers there for that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like I said earlier, the more bread and butter stuff they had, m- most of that sold it. So, I think things will start to change next week. Yeah, it's strange, isn't it? All this. Uh coronavirus it's kicked in and you know you take everything for granted didn't you before oh, just like a, co- a constant turnover of cars every week and i'm thinking where, where are all these bloody cars coming from like where yeah like, even yeah. like we buy any car that's that's short isn't it like, you can't yeah we heard actually with we buy any car that when the lockdown started they had to retract loads of their prices so yeah. cars that yeah, they that. agreed and you know prices they'd agreed and they they retracted them all, and a few of the auctioneers actually did their company cars that were like, I don't know, six months old, thirty yeah. grand new, um, put them into we buy any car, and they're offering like twelve grand and stuff like that. You know, that, <laughs> yeah. that are three months old with virtually no mileage on. So yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, they were really really taking it seriously. Um, yeah. I, I, I don't know what they're doing now. I, I, I don't know what the situation is with we buying the car now. I don't know how they're pricing stuff. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's, it's been good for me because I've bought a few cars this week from from. Oh, have you? Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. From from local customers. Um, good. 
from like an advertised online because you know probably they couldn't go like we buy a car and stuff like that so i suppose yep. you've got to make the most of it haven't you yeah while, definitely uh, while you can so yeah i've got yeah, i've got loads of questions for you here you far yeah. away Dave. yeah i'm ready for you <laughs> you hit me with them i will be would it be fit well <laughs> i want to ask you this one first because uh this is well. I made loads of mistakes in the in the beginning, and yeah. uh, what what would you say like are the biggest mistakes you make? Oh, you see, sorry, you I, see, I, you I, see I, buyers I can think make. of a few. I can think of a few. Uh, <laughs> I'm thinking of when I was buying. I remember one. There was um, again. This was for my guy in Norwich actually, and it, he used to love buying the S Max titaniums with all the spec on them, oh, like, yeah. and roof yeah. and the bigger wheels and all that. He yeah. used to love them, and he pay a grand over cap maybe more than that 1500 over cap or whatever but he used to sell them really well and he'd be able to give you really good bids on them yeah. and I remember there was this one <coughs> that I got from Mansfield and there was a few people bidding on it and anyway um, the car uh, I bought the car and the car got delivered and he said to me did you not look at the roof I said what do you mean he said it's got a massive great crack through the pan roof yeah. anyway i thought yeah i did look at the roof because i remember i think i was with dino actually and we were looking um and we looked around the car got on top of the roof i think but but you can't actually see the crack from the outside yeah. you have to look from the inside up so yeah. you know if you're sitting on the back seat yeah and you look yeah. up you can see it but i didn't know that i've never seen i've never seen i've, I've never seen one with a cracked roof so um i got you know, I thought I'd done my appraisal right. I thought I'd look round it right. I remembered the car well when he rang it. They definitely didn't have a crack roof. I remember getting on top of it. But, yeah. <laughs> so, after then, I always knew you'd get inside and look up. Don't, don't look at them from the outside. But it was like oh, something like 1,200 quid repair at the time. You know? oh, he was ever so good about it, though. He, he, he was, he, yeah, he'd always so be understanding. Yeah, he'd always like understand. that, yeah. He'd, he'd been there, yeah. you know, he'd been there in that auction yeah. environment. And yeah. it's not always that yeah. easy, you know. Yeah, yeah. Because you know? I, I remember seeing you. Me and you were bidding on a, uh, a C-Max. It was like a, one of them 1.6 diesel ones. Yeah, and, uh, used to like them, yeah. Yeah, you, you were, it's before like, you, you were bidding, I bidded, and then I won it. But I was just gonna, I was going to come out, I think, and then I thought, bugger it, you know, you're like that. Oh, yeah. Another bid, just one yeah. more. Yeah. Bid on it, bloody. Anyhow, flipping heck, it needed an engine. It, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, it was absolutely knackered. Oh, and God. Thought, oh, God. I thought, yeah, that's what he should have had that. <laughs> <laughs> the, thing, the thing is, like, the problem is, I mean, like, what I learned over time was, you can't always be there for when they start up. You know, you know if you're bidding on, you want something there, but then there's another one seven cars time. Yeah. So you yeah, can't bid yeah. on that one. Well, see, other one's being started and stuff. Yeah, and I learned yeah. over time that if you, unless you're 100% sure that the cars are right, it's not worth the aggro, you know? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because your emotion can overtake yeah. it, can't it? And you're definitely. like, oh, yeah, just one more bid. Just one more definitely. bid. And then as soon as as soon as that ammo goes down, you just know yeah, you you've paid too. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know yeah. you paid too but much. But then on the and... flip side of that is if if you don't, you're never going to buy anything unless you. That's it. Yeah. So it's hard, isn't it? It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's psychological. It's a hard job. I've been there, so I yeah, feel for all the trade really out, is. You know? So like when you're <laughs> up, when you're up uh, on the the podium, 
Is that what yeah. you call it? The podium? We do rostrum, we call it. Yeah, rostrum. Rostrum. Sorry. Rostrum, yeah. That's right. That's <laughs> podium. And, uh, so, so, like... That's usually where you watch lap dancers, I think. Yeah. You, must, you, must have, <laughs> you must have that confused. Yeah, I'm, yeah back of me, DJ, that's what it is. Yeah, But, uh, yeah, yeah, so when you see, like, just, just sort of, like, the newbies sort of stick out, like, a sore thumb and... Do you see them yeah. making mistakes and what like type of mistakes yeah. do you see them making? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I remember sort of years ago, especially when I started at Wimbledon, you, you'd get a lot of private buyers there. Yeah. Especially on a Friday. I don't know what it was, but Friday, they just all used to turn up. And when I first started there, I used to take the deposits on the rostrum. I mean, they don't even yeah. do deposits on the rostrum anymore. And pro- I don't know how long that's been done for. Probably, yeah. oh, God knows, seven years, eight years, maybe longer, I'm not sure. But honestly, anyone who tells you different, that was the hardest job in the whole of the auction. <laughs> you taking deposits in Wimbledon on a Friday, some people couldn't speak English, all yeah. the rest of it. And you're trying to get 300 quid out of them. Saying, yeah. oh, what do you want 300 pounds for? Well, you just bought a car, you need to leave a deposit. <laughs> oh, I didn't think I'd have to pay for it till next week. And then they'd say, say, well, no, you've got, to pay. you've got 24 hours to pay for it. Oh, I can't afford that. How am I supposed to afford that? And then you've got the auctioneer screaming and saying, look at the queue. The queue's getting bigger. You need to do that. Look, that yeah. guy's just run off down the road. He just bought something. And then, yeah. someone, honestly, it was, oh, it was bedlam. Did you get many that, people coming? Because, like, say the owner <coughs> goes down at, like, two grand, and then uh, yeah. they get the office and pay for it. And, and were a lot of people like, what What are these admin fees, buyer's fees? Oh, yeah. They didn't, they didn't think they'd be a buyer's pay. Oh, I thought it was just, you know, <laughs> yeah. 2,000. Why am I getting charged 2,300? And why is it? Why is it have to pay for the logbook being sent yeah. off and all these other things that yeah. they get charged yeah. for? Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, you'd have to deal with that. You'd have to deal with a trader. That, uh, he's bought something, man, I'm assured, but... You know, the, the, the tyre treads down and all the rest of it. You get all these lovely jobs today, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And would, mm. there, would there be any people that stuck in your mind then, like any crazy oh, customers? Yeah, yeah. There was, um, yeah, again, it was, again, it was at Wimbledon and, and, and this guy, he was bidding against the trader on this Range Rover for 75000 And anyway, they... They went on for ages. The car made about 10 grand over reserve. Um, yeah. Came up to pay for it. And he said he thought it was 7,500. <laughs> and he said, and I said to him, how could it be 7,500? I said, you've been bidding from 60,000 pounds on the car. How could it be? And he swore blind, you know. I mean, I'm sure he thought that he paid 7,500. I don't know how he thought that. But, <laughs> but um, and yeah. what happened then? Well, he, he didn't have 75 grand to pay. No, no, he didn't have 75 grand. Yeah, this this was before the time of... Like now, again, with the simulcast, you've got the screens, you've got the price on the screens, and everything. It's a bit more... It's a bit clearer. But before yeah. before then, you didn't have all of that. So it was literally... They were just listening to your voice. And, and that was it, really. There was no other kind of... There was no other guidelines, really. Yeah. So yeah, just... uh, it, it was a difficult thing for private people when I look back, you know. Definitely, definitely. Mm. It, 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 and they do, they, they do stick out like a sore thumb as well, don't they? 
Uh, oh, massively, yeah. I, yeah. I was, uh, and, and the traders love bidding them up as well. Yeah. Oh, the God, traders yeah, yeah. love nothing more than bidding them up, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah. But is, is there any sort of, like, tricks? Oh, I don't know if, if we are, like, as traders, is there anything? For me, there's this saying, there's, uh, this saying is, um, fishing is best where the fewer yeah. score, do you know what I mean? So, like, yeah. fishers, focuses, every bugger wants them, don't they? So what are yeah. the type of cars where... When you're up, where you can grab a bargain, them. yeah, you think you can have a little bit of a bargain. I think kind of any kind of bread and butter car, like you say, your focuses and your fiestas and stuff like that, you're going to struggle to get a bargain because everyone wants that. Yeah, small, you know, yeah, that that small British car, I yeah. suppose. Um, it's, it's reliable as well, isn't it? So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I mean. Uh, when I was when I was buying, I, I always used to like buying something a bit different. I always yeah. used to try and aim to buy something a bit different. So instead of putting a Fiesta in and having two thousand choices around, yeah. I I used to like buying a Saab or something like that, or you know, yeah. or or something just a bit different, yeah. uh, where there'd only be seven on the internet or something like that. And yeah. I used to find that you could put much better margins across cars like that. So that yeah, that, that that's probably what I, I, I would say. And and when you're on the rostrum now, do you, in a sale, how many cars would you think? Oh, do you know what that trader's got a good buy there? He's got a good bargain. Is the many? Yeah, um, far between. Not as much as not as much as um, you know a few years ago. Like again, going back to the internet, the internet's kind of really really put pay to that. I mean, I remember before the internet there'd be times where you do a sale and if there's two or three people there, there's two or three people there, you know, there's no internet <laughs> yeah. or anything. That's it. You've got two or three people there, you know, and, and, and if the if the vendors want to sell their cars, they've yeah. got to sell those cars to those yeah. two or three people and yeah. Um, yeah. you get some right bargains. Now you yeah. don't get it so often. You're always going to get a few that slip in there. I'd say, I'd say probably every auction, there's always a handful of cars probably that are worth buying. And yeah. that's... That's the great thing about auction. That's yeah. what I love about it. You know, yeah. yeah. And you never but, know when that day's going to be either. No. Well, when you do get, oh god, you look. I'm coming here every week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> like, no I love it. Season, it? Yeah, I love yeah. it. You, you walk away, and then next week you come, you don't get anything. I'm never coming here again. That's it. Yeah. Bollocks to yeah. this. I'm going online. <laughs> I used to find. I don't know about you, Dave, but I used to find sometimes. I buy some a couple of cars I was really pleased with, really wanted to buy them for him, and I couldn't sell them. And there'd yeah. be other cars. Oh, no, where yeah. I, where yeah. Like, I'd yeah. buy them on the way yeah. home. On the way home, you know, I'd speak to you or you know, like another, you know, another trader, and I say, "Oh, yeah. what'd you get today?" And I'd say, "Oh, don't ask." You know, I bought <laughs> two or three bits. I wish I'd never bought. I don't know why I bothered. You know. Complete waste of a day. Yeah, I take yeah. them home. I sell them. I sell all three that weekend. You know, yeah, and then yeah. and then you know the ones that you think yes, I got them. They just sit there looking at them. Can't even open the door, and we end up reducing them, selling them at a grand loss or something. So. It's, it's so true, isn't it? It's so <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. I I try now not to have that that like mindset of yes, I've, I've just got a car, but because you just don't know. It's it's not no. until you sell it, is it? That's right. That, that's that's when right. You know. And uh, is, is there any tactics you can use as well? Like, do you see any good tactics like bidding early or bidding or pretending to walk? Yeah, I see loads of people do that when they're walking. Yeah, I, I the think there's. I think um, if you can bid kind of 
fairly discreetly and try and keep people guessing, especially other traders, because you still get it now. I mean, not as bad probably as a few years ago, but you still get it now where people bid other traders up just in spite because they know they're going to pay more money for it. So they yeah. just think, oh, I might as well just keep bidding because he's going to carry on going. So every now and then, just just pull out, let them have it. You know, yeah. watch the colour drain out of their face kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen it loads of times. <laughs> yeah. I've seen it loads of times. Um, <laughs> they'll, they'll, they'll soon stop doing it. Yeah. You know, it only takes one of those. only takes yeah. one of those cars where they paid yeah. you know, £300 you... over cap for a car they didn't really want. They don't know what to do with it. Yeah, yeah they'll soon stop doing that again. So, so, yeah, so that's can, probably what I'd say. You can sort of see the traders that... Oh, you can see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can see the people that don't like each other. You can see the ones that... Who's bidding? Who's bidding? Oh, it's Gav. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah, keep going, keep going, keep yeah. going. You know, make him pay for it. You, you know, yeah. yeah, you become yeah. very good at lip reading when you're auctioneering. You, 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 yeah. you see people slag you off that often. That you, <laughs> yeah. You, you know, yeah, I always say to him, I laugh about it. He's, when they say, uh, oh, he's running me up or something like that. I, say, oh, I can lip read, you know. Yeah. And they, <laughs> and the shock in their eyes when you say it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's quite easy to read wanker, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. 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 Oh, do you, have you ever seen many fights at the auction? Because I, honestly, I've nearly seen um, last year, man, I'm when these two were, uh, it was uh, it was like, what, what, one bloke was, uh, it's like an Asian chap, and then this other mm. chap, he, he was, I think he was Asian as well, and they were both like proper, like going for it, bidding, bidding, bidding. Where was that? It was at Mansfield, and then. Was it? Yeah, honestly, I thought they were going to start like lacing into each other. So, have you seen anything like that very often? I'll be honest, I, I haven't really. I, I wish I could say I have, but I never saw any, 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 any fights as such, but there was some. There was some dodgy old characters back in the day, <laughs> yeah. you know, back in, but again, before the internet yeah. and everything, yeah. you know, yeah. there'd be, yeah. Yeah, there'd be all sorts of, yeah. there'd so, be all so, sorts of people. So do you think like the, the, the characters of the motor trade, that, that sort of die, you know? No, I think, there. I mean, especially at our place, we, we don't even take cash anymore, you know, everything's yeah. so yeah. traceable, um, you know, just to get an account, you need proof of your address you know you need to drive uh, driving in uh, what do you call it trade insurance um yeah you know bank statements yeah. all the rest you know there's no shortcuts at all you yeah. know it's yeah. as simple as that you know so you know because before ago, how, how many people would be like oh just use my uh, auction card Oh, I know someone with them. Oh, yeah, yeah. Card. You can and, use I mean, that. Like, them days are gone now. Yeah, oh, again. And, uh, yeah, exactly. And, but, I mean, again, before that, there was, there was loads of people at Wimbledon who turn up with, oh, I don't know, 20 grand cash in their pocket. And it, was, it didn't look like it was clean money, you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it definitely didn't look like it was clean money. Um, that, that's just how it was back then. Now, obviously, they all had dodgy accounts and all the rest of it. It, it. There wasn't any auction in the country. There was no kind of strict yeah. guidelines about yeah. you know, yeah. paper trails and all the rest of it. If you turned up an auction and you had the money, it didn't matter, yeah. you know, yeah. what yeah. name and address you said. You, if, as long as you had money, you could buy a car. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, those yeah. days are gone now. Yeah, I, I remember when I went and uh, I had a bit of cash from me. She just said, we don't 
take cash anymore. So yeah, I suppose it's better. It's, at the end of the day, it's just quicker, isn't it? Yeah. For you yeah. know when you're waiting to pay for it and whatnot, and then yeah. You know, back in the day, someone was in front of you and they had like 10 grand on them. It'll be like, oh, no. Yeah. I'm not going to get out of here for another Exactly, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it just makes it more efficient, doesn't it? Definitely, definitely. So do you, do you think like traders starting out, um, like what's the biggest benefit of, of going, I know we're always going on about like, oh, they're all really expensive and that, but do you think if you're, if you're just starting out, or as a small dealer, have you to to get the bargains? Have you got to go for more like the higher mileage stuff? If I was now going to start out, I'd I'd buy the cheaper cars personally. You know, you have your yeah. stuff for like five hundred pounds that you can you can put three or four hundred pound across, and you can gradually build up that way. I, I would um, if you're just starting out and you put and you've only got I don't know ten grand to spend. Let's say yeah, you know if you if you buy three cars all at three grand each and they yeah. sit there, yeah, yeah, you're earning nothing, are you? Yeah, whereas if you've got 10 grand spend and you buy 10 cars at 500 quid each, you've still yeah. got five grand in the bank, yeah, you know. Yeah. And the chances are you're gonna sell at least four, three or four of those in a week or two, you know, yeah. So yeah. you've got a bit of money coming back in and you can yeah. find your feet a little bit more, um, definitely. And again, especially small small trade, um, if you start buying those 10, 12 grand cars or whatever, you're, you're competing against the big boys then. Where are they going to rather go that, you know, um, with yeah. all due respect, are they going to go to a car with you know, less than 10, 10 cars on their pitch in a, you know, in a small yeah. unit in a, on an industrial estate or are they going to buy them at, you know, a big car supermarket with hundreds yeah. and hundreds of cars? Yeah. Um, unless you've got something really unusual, you've got, Ten really unusual cars, yeah, you know. Yeah. If you just got bread and butter stuff, you know, you know, you know pretty much where they're going to go to. Yeah, definitely. I think like when when you're starting out as well, like if you've got all the the cheaper stuff, you know, it's going to go quick as well. You're going to yeah. your cash yeah. flow is going to keep turning. Exactly, that's what you want. And, you and want that's to all it is. If you, you you've got a, it's good to start at the bottom because then you you learn them type of customers. Exactly. And, and exactly. Like the only way is up, isn't it? That's exactly. The main thing. And and again, if, you know, if you if you buy three cars at three grand each, you know, one of them goes wrong, you know, one of them the engine falls out when you get out of the auction or something like that, that's yeah. gone. You know, you've got two that they're just not selling at all. What do you do? You know, all of a sudden you've got nothing to spend. You've got, you know, yeah. phone's not ringing. You've got a problem with one car. You can't sell the yeah. other two cars. Yeah. yeah Whereas definitely. the cheap stuff, what's the worst thing that happens? Engine falls out. You go and scrap, scrap it for it. 100 quid or 100 yeah. or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, you've lost 400 quid, but you can go and buy another one and replace it. It's not the end of the world. Exactly. You know? exactly. It's a great way to start. Another thing oh, is, like, so. if, if you're buying, you know, if you're buying like three grand Fiat 500s and whatnot, some of them, if you have them that long, that you only end up getting two or three hundred. Yeah, yeah. I know you think, bloody hell, I could have sold like some cheapy old fiestas and. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you might have sold, old, you know, you might have sold old, old rubbish that you're laying out no money on. And, yeah. And you yeah. make more than that on them. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, definitely. definitely. Like, yeah, we've we said this, I think, quite a bit on the podcast. You've just got to like just build it up slowly, getting in a good habit. Of, of going to the auction every week, buying stuff, buying and, and just, just turning them over, isn't it? Just building your yeah. pocket. And you will get there as well, won't you? 
That's, that's right. The best thing about Definitely. it. I mean, you must see, you must have seen lots of traders that have went from buying 10, 15 year old Fiestas and within 10 years, the, the buying, you know, oh, yeah. decent. I mean, I'm, I'm, you must see loads of traders like that. Oh, especially, especially years ago. Um, I mean, there was, there were, I remember there's this one guy at Wimbledon who um, he, used, he used to buy for one or two, one or two people and, that was it, really. He just kind of buy for one or two people, and then he started doing a few bits of his own. And I mean, now he's—I think he's the biggest buyer at Wimbledon. Um, he's oh, probably yeah. in the top five buyers at Colchester. He, you know, he buys a BCA, he buys here, there, and everywhere. He's got probably 150 retail cars, and yeah. he trades another God knows how many cars a month. You know, he's a really big hitter. And I, I remember when he was, you know, when he first started, started out, and yeah. Yeah, he's he's worked hard to get there. Um, That's so it's really, yeah, it's great. Yeah, great to see things yeah. like that. I, I love that. I love that because, like, when I used to go, um, I sort of like gravitate to all the old school sort of traders. Yeah, because I think yeah. you know, they've they've been in it all their lives, and and uh, yeah. and, and they know it. Where I mean, how many, how many people you've seen just come and go? Oh, God, yeah. yeah, so many, you know, so Two, many. three, six months, maybe a year. It's because it's a hard job, Dave, you know. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's a hard not easy, job. is it? It's not easy, you know, yeah. it's really, really not easy. Um, everyone wants the same cars, that's the problem. Definitely. And the cars that people don't want, they don't want them for a reason because <laughs> they want a load of work doing, <laughs> yeah. you know, or they're undesirable, or, you know. So the yeah. desirable cars, you're competing against that many people. But yeah. it's it's tough, you know. So yeah, what what um what are the cars? What what what's the most you've ever seen a car go over reserve? Then any any that stick in your mind? I I tell you, I, I remember one very clearly. The most that I've ever seen a car under reserve, and right. this was again. It would have been before um the internet and at Wimbledon. Where I started, they um, we used to do Mercedes Benz of London, their cars, so all their part exchanges. Um, we used to sell them on a Friday and had some lovely stuff, like really, really yeah. nice cars. And their, their, their cars were actually priced all over the place. You know, you'd have cars that they might have a reserve on a four thousand, they'd go and make nine thousand, and yeah. you know, and and, and vice versa. They, they, they just their pricing was all over the place, yeah. uh, in general. Um, and I remember this one car that, um, it was a 99 V S class Mercedes, but on a 99 V it could be an old shape or a new shape. Yeah. So it could either be the first of a new shape or the last of the old shape. Yeah. So anyway, the salesman that's obviously taken this car in, he's either sat in it. Well, I'll get, if I'm given the benefit of the doubt, I'll say he's sat in his office and not looked at the car. Because if he did look at the car, he said, no, being Mercedes main dealer, <laughs> yeah. what the car was. And it was an old-shaped car. And I don't know I don't know if you can picture them, but yeah. they're like a right old dinosaur, the, yeah. the old shape 99B, yeah. whereas the new shape was really yeah. kind of quite sought after. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I mean, but, but it, he, he, I suppose he, it was probably he, about three or four years old, the car at the time. But and, he, um, he looked at the book price of the newer shape one. Yeah, he looked at it. So the reserve is like 30000 they They've given like top money for this car. <laughs> and 
we ended up selling the car for twelve thousand about a month later. So they lost eighteen yeah, grand yeah. on it. Yeah, we, yeah. I remember that one clearly. Um, I don't. I don't know if he's still still he's still on the market trade or not. But, <laughs> but um, yeah, it's a long time ago. That's uh, a big I, I, Another car. Up. Another car. I remember it today. It was the first car on it. Ever, it was the same company, funny enough. It was Mercedes-Benz of London. And um, it was the first car I'd ever sold. It was quite kind of... Um, so when I first started auctioneering, you'd kind of... You'd only get to sell the trade or private entry cars or the odd finance company car. You wouldn't sell any of the big companies, you know, the big vendors with, yeah. you know, the... You just wouldn't really get a chance to sell them, and anyway, this is the first chance I got to sell this with these these Mercedes cars. And um, yeah, the first car I sold, I've never seen one in my life. It was an old Mercedes G wagon. It was it was quite an old car. Um, yeah. I can't remember exactly how old the car was, but it was probably about 1990 or something like that. Yeah. And anyway, the cars come in. It's got no cap prices on it. It's got a reserve of two thousand pounds. I'm a young auctioneer anyway. Didn't have a lot of experience, <laughs> yeah. and I didn't have a clue what the car was worth. It just, it just looked looked like an old car. But <laughs> yeah. anyway, so this is the first car I offered for them, and the car made ten grand. So I started it. I started it a thousand pounds. And uh, as you can imagine, it just there were hands everywhere, and it kept going. <laughs> On and on and on. I think I got to five thousand pounds. Started taking fifties, and then at six thousand, I had to go back to hundreds. So it was just like they were made up. Like you know, they were. Yeah. Like, yeah. This new yeah. auctioneer, he just sold yeah. a car for eight grand over reserve. But oh, it, it was quite I embarrassing for me. I bet he wasn't. Yeah, he wasn't. He loved me. It was embarrassing for me. The other auctioneer saying, oh, "I should have kicked off a bit lower. Why didn't you start hundred pounds? You know, <laughs> sort of thing. Can't make ten grand." And um, yeah, I'll never forget that one. So you get, yeah, you get, I bet you get plenty of cars that um, you think, God, they look like scrap value, and then they just make ridiculous money. Yeah, yeah. I mean, now I've got the experience behind me. There's not, you know, there's one or two that surprise you, but yeah. not by much, you know. Um, you still get, you, you still get the odd car, like, um, that's really rare, like, I don't know, say like a VXR Insignia or something like that, that yeah. is really sought after. There's none about in the market. And, yeah. you know, throw your book out the window. If it's yeah. a nice one, it, you know, it can cap at four grand, but it could make eight or nine or something yeah. like that. So, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Like, but they, with the internet, you don't get as many surprises now. It's yeah. so much easier to price a car now. You know, all you do, you click on Autotrader, and you can get a rough idea, can't you, in a, in yeah. a very short amount. Or even we buy any car, you know. Yeah. 40, yeah. What is it, 50 seconds or whatever Phil says. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, know, you, can, you can find out, can't you, give or take. Um, you know, you can get a good idea of what a car's worth. So yeah. Yeah. there's not as many surprises as there used to be. It used to be a lot more fun, to be honest. It did used yeah. to be a lot more fun. But yeah. Yeah. I still love it. I absolutely love it. It is. It's, still, it's like going back to that, like... Um, <coughs> When uh, you said you know you went to Manchester and just it's just going to the auction, you get that sort of like buzz, don't you? Buzz, when you yeah, when you're walking yeah. in and like you just oh, don't know what's going to happen that day, do you? Happen. It's great, yeah. 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 Oh, I do miss that. Well, 
I still get it to a degree, but you yes. know when you're out there on the front line buying, it's yeah, you know, and yeah. I was buying fairly big numbers, and you're spending a lot of money for people. You know, it's quite yeah. a bit of pressure and stuff. Yeah, and um, I do miss that. I must admit, I do yeah. miss that buzz. But I, I do, I do still get it. I, I love live auctions. Like, yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I remember when I first started, actually, I'll tell you the story of how I started. So um, I was about, I think I was about 19 or 20 when I started at Manheim. And I, w I went to college after school, stayed at college for like three or four months, didn't really turn up to lessons, didn't really, just always skive. And I, I just couldn't get into it. Like, yeah, I wasn't a mad lover. Of school. I was quite smart when I was younger, but I just didn't really like to learn. I <laughs> just... I just it just wasn't for me and anyway I went Seriously, to college because I wanted to keep my mum and dad happy you know they wanted them. I was quite, I was from an educated family and um they all went to university and all the rest of it my sister was clever she was older than me as well she was smart she went to university so I kind of felt obliged to go to college and anyway after three or four months I just wasn't turning up it was a waste of time so I left there and I I got a job at like a local theme park working behind, working selling like t shirts or something like that in like a little tuck shop type thing. And it, it was great at the time because I was young. I was only yeah. 16, 17. There was loads of, loads of young girls there, loads of young lads there. And we'd always go out. Firstly, yeah. every night we'd go out after work and get drunk and go and so go yeah. to Kingston out for a night out type thing. But, um, I've done that for a couple of years and I realised, yeah, this is, this is going nowhere. I really yeah. need to kind of start sorting myself out. And um, I think I was going to do another college course. I thought, right, I'm going to do, um, I'll be honest, I can't even remember now, but it was a trade. I think, I think I was going to do plumbing or something like that. But I thought, yeah. right, I'm going to go to college. I've got, I'm going to go to college. I'm going to get myself a trade. And um, that's what I'm going to do. So, uh, I wanted a job short term. I'd left the um, theme park and I wanted a job for like two or three months. So I signed up for this agency and they'd ring you and say, oh, right, we've got this admin job. It's 12 grand a year or whatever. Yeah. Um, do you fancy it? So anyway, they rang me up and they said, oh, we've got a job um, working in the cash office. I'm like, okay. How much is that then? Oh, you know, it's 10 grand a year. I think, oh, God, that's not very good, is it? Right, okay, where is it? No, it's, a, um, it's at a car auction. Oh, well, everyone at a car auction. Where's that then? Oh, it's um, near the dog stadium in Wimbledon. So I thought, oh, right, that's right over the other side of Wimbledon. But oh, I'll, go and, I'll go and see go and see what I've got to say. Yeah. So anyway, I went for an interview. And I, I, I had worked at probably three or four different places. I'd worked stacking shelves at Safeway back at the day. That's how long ago it was. And I'd worked <laughs> in a chip shop earning £2.50 an hour, you know, selling yeah. chips. And so I'd had a few crap jobs, basically. And um, so I went for this job interview. I just really clicked with a guy. He was the centre manager at the time. And, you know, we were just talking about football and stuff, you know, just like yeah. me and you would talk about it. And he asked me, I was a core and I told him I was a Fulham fan. He said, oh, that's unusual, you know, not many... Not many of them. No, no, not many <laughs> of them around sort of thing. So we just had a right laugh. And um, anyway, uh, he said to me after after this chat, he said, you don't want to do this, do you? I said, what do you mean? He said, oh, you don't want to work in the cash office. Here, well, why would you want to do that? And I said, not really, no, I'll be honest with you. I said, <laughs> I said, 
there's nothing I'd rather do least than work in the cash yeah. office here. But I said, I'm only going to do it for two and three months. I was sat naive. I said, no, I'm only going to do it for two and three months. Then I'm going to go college. <laughs> yeah. He was laughing his head off. He found it hilarious. That, um, I was so honest but without yeah. sort of knowing it. And uh, he said, look, why don't you come downstairs? We were up in his in his office. He said, there's an is a auction going on outside. So anyway, walks outside with him and watched it. He didn't say anything. I sat there for probably five minutes or ten minutes or whatever watching it. I didn't say a word. I absolutely fell in love with it. I think yeah. my mouth was probably wide open. Yeah. I, I just loved it. <laughs> the minute I saw it, I just thought, wow, this is yeah. great. You know, yeah. I watched all the traders running around at the auctioneers. I yeah. thought, wow, these are great, these people. What a, what a thing to do. And yeah. he said to me, what do you think of that? He knew. He, he knew what I thought he, anyway. Yeah, said, what do you what think, of that? What do you think of that? And I said, Oh my god! I said it. I love it. Absolutely yeah. love it. And he went, "Well, don't. What do, do you want to do that?" And I said, "What?" He went, "Do the auction." And I said, "Yeah." All right. and he said, "Well, <laughs> look." He said, look, "We haven't actually. We're not actually advertising for this at the moment." He said, "But you know, I like you, and I think that you'll like the job. And why don't you give it a go?" He said, I, "You know, I'll take you on as a trainee auctioneer." And that was that. No, what, I did, did, of... did he just shot shot you up on the uh, rostrum straight away? Like, no, and... no, 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 no. Oh God, no, no. I had to, so I did kind of like two years training. Um, so for two years, I was basically a dog's body, really. You know, yeah, just yeah. Uh, you'd, you'd go all around the place and you work in admin for a bit. You work in the yard appraising cars. Yeah. Went on a few training courses. I actually learned quite a lot from the training courses, you know, how to look out for previous paintwork and stuff like that. And yeah. If cars have been damaged and how to appraise cars, that kind of stuff. And then I got into the valuation side of it where any private people who are coming in like value their cars and um started dealing with started dealing with the buyers um yeah. and then dealing with dealing with the customers selling and stuff like that. And to be honest, it kind of I was a bit of a slow star. I didn't take it straight away. I enjoyed it. Did, were you, were you worried it, about, right, so with me being a DJ all my life, what, what yeah. DJs struggle with is getting on the mic. And, uh, yeah. you know, that's everyone's scared of the mic. It yeah. scares the shit out of people, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, on, and what were you so, like then? Was that, was that a scary me, thing it, it for was, you? It, it was Do like, you remember your first time? You, got, you must remember your first time. Oh, yeah, I mean, I'll be honest, that side of it was never a problem for me. I found it, I found it more difficult being ready for the kind of, I don't know if admin is the right word, but the knowledge sort of takes, it takes a while to know what you're doing. Yeah. And back then, like I say, there wasn't, yeah, there was cap, but cap wasn't that accurate. There was no auto trade. Well, there was auto trade, but there was nothing online really. You know, there was yeah. nothing really. Valuing cars was hard. You know, it was a hard yeah. job. It wasn't an easy job, and you could make yourself look really silly if you did. Like, like I said, going back to that G wagon. You know, if you don't know what you're doing. Whereas now, if that car come in, I know that that's yeah. got a big following. It might be 20 years old, but I know that that's, yeah. that's got a big following. You could start it at seven thousand and save yourself loads of time. And, so, you know, will, the vendor, will the vendor come to you and say, oh, John, uh, we'll need <laughs> like four grand for this? And will you instantly think, oh, look, look you're not going to get four grand? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, um, like now we kind of have pre-match chats and stuff like that. Like, yeah. Um, 
I mean, the guy from Marshall's ever so good. He's got his finger right on the pulse. He knows, he knows his cars that he's going to have problems with. You know, he knows the cars yeah. that own too much. He knows the ones that will probably do very well, mate, well over reserve and, and that yeah. kind of thing. Um, so we kind of have a bit of a chat with you before and he say, look, there's 10 cars here I'm a bit concerned about. Ignore the reserves. Um, you know, uh, just literally get the best bids you can yeah. and I'm going to ring them up and I'm going to tell them that these cars are, you know, they're just pissing in the wind with what they want for them. They're, yeah. they're not worth yeah. that. Yeah. So let's just get a bid on them and go from there kind of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah there's, a lot, there's a lot more kind of engagement and stuff like that and, I think everyone kind of knows a bit more about the prices and stuff now. Whereas, yeah. like I say, when I first started doing it, it was very <laughs> hard to it was very yeah. hard to get to get that bit. Actually, yeah. getting up there on the mic, I loved it. I just loved performing. I I, yeah. I, I loved it. I, yeah, I just enjoyed it. The first the first time I'd done it, I loved it. And um, yeah. the funny thing is, when when so I was at Manheim for nine years before, probably auctioneering for like six or seven. Uh, by the time I passed and whatever, towards the end of that that period, I, I got quite bored of it to be honest. And yeah, like I say, I felt I wanted to do something different and move on. Um, and when I went back after five years or so of uh, being self-employed, buying and selling and whatever, I dread, I'm not going to lie, I dreaded going back. So when I got yeah. the phone call from man, I really said, "Do you want to go back?" I needed a job, and I knew it kind of made sense, but I just didn't want to do it really, like. But the minute I started, just I loved it again, yeah. and I love it more now than I probably did before. And I think, I think I appreciate it a lot more yeah. now than yeah. I did before, because yeah. there's not that many jobs you can do where you know you walk out five or six years and you can go back at you know at a good sort of level, um, in a good position kind of thing, yeah, and earn decent money and have yeah. nice things like a company car and etc. Yeah. and you know, it's it's yeah. a great job, and yeah. it's an enjoyable. It is an enjoyable job. Yeah. Um. You know, some of the, you, you, you every day is different. You never know yeah. what to expect yeah. from a day to day basis. You're always yeah. seeing different people, and no, I love it. It because you know you you're like thinking on your feet constantly, aren't you? That's and, right. Um, That's right. You've just, always got to be yeah. on the ball. You've yeah. always got to be on the ball because you're yeah. only you know you're only as good as your last auction, really, and and you you. Ultimately, you're in charge of a lot of money, so yeah, of you course, know if yeah. you can easily you, you can make a mistake that loses two, three, four, five grand or whatever. Yeah, in yeah. one second, you know that can be that gone. Yeah, you know, and yeah. if you do three or four of those, yeah. you know, in well, in a week it'd be awful, in a month would be awful. But yeah, you know, yeah. you you just don't want to be the man that does that. You don't want to be. Yeah happens every now and then and yeah, yeah. you can have a bad day if you're doing it if you're doing it if you're doing it regularly though yeah then yeah. you know it can't carry on so you've got to be like a strong character haven't you <coughs> yeah i think job. so yeah i think so yeah, yeah. um and yeah i suppose you've got to be confident as well so um well, that would help for you know bloody just any live performance you yeah, know yeah, just yeah, like, you yeah, know you, you know, dj no i couldn't yeah. do that i couldn't be dj well i no think, I think could you could because you've been auctioneering <laughs> definitely yeah. definitely because yeah, as a yeah. dj you hide behind the music so when yeah. i was in magaluf i'd be doing all like jokey stuff but then yeah. if no one was laughing you just stick the music up and that's, yeah, yeah. that's the thing like with the auction if an auctioneer tries to crack a joke 
very rare you get a laugh in it. And I, yeah. I sort of like cringe for some auctioneers. When yeah, they, yeah, like, yeah, 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 jokes, yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's hard. And again, like when, when you're auctioneering, you want to get, you need to get the right mix between, you don't want to be too slow because if you're too slow, the crowd loses interest. Yeah. You don't want to be too quick. If you're too quick, you'll miss the internet and you'll miss people being yeah. wrong, whatever. Yeah. Um, you know, so you can't be too slow. You can't be too quick. Yeah. You need to have a laugh. You know, you need to keep people yeah. engaged and be fun and be good to listen to. But at the same time, you don't want to be too much yeah. or else. Yeah, you don't be you annoying. Yeah. Exactly. You don't want to be annoying. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's brilliant. It's, it's, not, it's not easy, but it's, it's, it's every, a great job. It yeah. is. It's great. It is definitely um, the, the most enjoyable thing of the auction is definitely the crack. Without definitely, without definitely. Crowd, because I haven't been going for a while, and uh, I do miss, miss it. it. Like, yeah, like yeah, back in yeah, the day yeah. when it was I missed it. Day. I mean, I enjoyed going yeah. back today, but it's yeah. not the same. You know, there's no no, vibes on no site. There's no there. vendors on site. There's no one there. You know, and, uh, so you don't get the same. Yeah, no. you got people online who are sending you a few messages and whatever. You have a bit of a laugh, and you try and make it as yeah, you know, yeah. as fun as you can. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I'm sure in years to come that probably the route that all the auctions will probably go down that route as, you know. Yeah, do you think that's going to happen then in the next that's gonna 10 happen. year? Yeah, that's, it's going to be like, yeah, it's going to be online. The next 10 years. Um, yeah. I still think there's a big place for physical auctions. I still think there's lots of people like yourself that like to get out there, they like the crowd, they enjoy it like that. You know, you might buy one or two cars online, but you're not going to buy anywhere near as many cars online as you would if you, you know, if you went out to yeah. auctions every day and yeah. buying stuff yeah. and you see something that you wouldn't have bought on because I don't know it's not assured because yeah. it's not quite made that you know it's come in too late to get this short but if you're online you don't know that so you just won't yeah. buy it whereas if you're at the auction yeah. people are quite isolated so, so, sometimes like when you're when you're um, doing all your own work you, you give yourself analysis paralysis but when you are at the auction I haven't been going to the auction that much the last year but, but when I did used to go and you know and you've got like a list of like 10 15 cars yeah then 10 15 I, I might not get any of them but then one little exactly that i normally wouldn't bid exactly, on exactly that's what you I mean. get it yeah you get it and that, that that happened all the time that that happened all the time i think i mean if, if you're used to online buying there's probably a case to say that you'd buy stuff on well you'd obviously buy stuff online that you wouldn't buy otherwise because you can't be in more than one place yeah. otherwise you know if you're just yeah. at one auction Whereas online, you could probably cover three or four cells. So if yeah. you've got your finger on the pulse and you, you know, yeah. you probably, you probably buy stuff on the same side online that you wouldn't buy yeah. um, in the hall. But you yeah. want to get out, don't you? You want to get out. You don't want to just sit in your office every day and sit there and press no. the computer button. You want to no. get out and see yeah. people and find out what, what's going on, you know, find out what other people are doing. See, yeah. And when you see what's happening at the auction, you, you, you kind of get a better feel for what is actually yeah. you know really going on in, in, in the outside world I think when, when you're first starting as well it's like <coughs> imperative that you go to the auction and learn your oh, learn, learn, learn your craft definitely. at the auction definitely. because definitely you, you know just, who, you know you know which cars to avoid you know there'll be yeah. certain I'm sure there's certain companies that you don't like buying the cars from and I'm sure there's yeah. other ones where you know your yeah. Marshall or whatever that, that, that you think they're good 
they tend to be good cars usually when I yeah. buy a car. Yeah, yeah, they're I always all right. like a you have more car. You know, yeah. you, you tend to have more confidence, don't you, yeah. in certain cars. And... Yeah. So, so when, when the private cars are put through, do you see, um, mm-hmm. do, do you know which traders are going to bid on them then? Because like, it's sort of like the un- unwritten rule for traders to not buy yes. the, the, the yeah. private cars. Yeah. So it'll be, it'll be the ones that just love a gamble. There's, you, yeah. You're always going to get those traders that they love a gamble. They love the car where the engine's knocking or, you know, they love the yeah. car where they want to buy absolute bargain. Um, I'm sure you've seen a few of those over yeah, the years. Yeah, I've, tr- I've, tr- I've tried it myself. I've tried, yeah. you know, I've tr- I think I've tried every every sort of thing yeah. you can do Haven't with you? buying. I've, I've went yeah, high yeah. mileage, low mileage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Things that yeah. need engines in them. I've, yeah, I've tried yeah. everything and yeah. none of them have... Uh, made me any uh, more money really to yeah. be honest in my experience like low mileage cars sell they always sell yeah yeah. you might not have that much money out of them but they always sell and going back to what I said before those unusual cars as well where there's not so many on the internet you know yeah. I don't know Saabs Volvos uh, yeah. there's probably a few more Volvos around now than there used to be but yeah. you know a few years ago there weren't so many V70s or stuff like that, you know, just, yeah, yeah, your you, you rarer cars, that's what, that's what I used to enjoy, selling big petrol engines, like, yeah. um, I always used to like a 3.2 Audi TT V6 Quattro thing, I used to love those, I always used to right. sell them really well, and everyone, everyone at the auction says, oh, don't buy them, you can't buy them, it's a yeah. massive petrol engine, you know, they always go wrong, but, and yeah, they don't sell, on. and all the rest of it, yeah. I remember, in fact, when I first started trading, it was the first car I bought for myself. So usually I was just buying cars for other people. But there was this car, I watched it at Northampton, went for about three or four times. It was, um, I'm trying to think what year this was. It, uh, this was a 2004 TT. At the time, it was probably, what, 2009 or something like that. So it was only about five years old. Yeah. But this car was lovely. It was a really nice car, good mileage. It was like, it was no more than 60,000 miles. And, um, Anyway, I watched the car three or four times. No bids, no bids, no bids. It came through the next time, and I was looking around it, and I thought, this is a nice car. This, why isn't it getting any bids? And I, I remembered roughly what they were running into before, you know, what they were trying to get for it. The car booked at 5 five, And um, I remembered that they only wanted around about four or just over four, whatever. And anyway, they started at 3 five, And I bid, bid up to 3 nine. And um, went provisional, and they said, oh, you can have it, 3 nine. And the car booked a 5 5 and I thought, why is it so cheap? And people, yeah. people kept saying, oh, I don't know why you bought that. They're rubbish, they're this, yeah. they're that. And <laughs> what a nightmare. Anyway, I looked online, and I thought, what the hell? This car, they're all six grand upwards. So yeah. I, put it, I put it on the internet, 5995. The next day, the phone did not stop ringing. Brilliant. Sold it straight away. And... Um, yeah, yeah, it was just it was, it was a strange one. It was a great, great start to my um, trading. Um, they weren't yeah. all like that. Though. Yeah, yeah. Then you think, oh, it's easy. You think it's easy because we've had uh, this lad John uh, trading. He, he said about the first car he bought, just complete luck off Gumtree, and it was a yeah. uh, little punto, and he made fifteen hundred quid within a day. And that, that's yeah. the thing with this job, you know, you get that yeah. little taste of it, oh, and you're like, yeah. This is it. I've made it. I've made it. Yeah. But then it never. It doesn't. It doesn't work out like that. It's, no, uh, not it's a feast and a famine, isn't it? It's up and a down. Yeah, it's right. up and down. 
So that's right. But I've got just two more things, mate. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Two more things. So right, what what what's the best and worst thing about being an auctioneer? Best and worst thing. The best has got to be uh, <laughs> to, just to make just to make her happy. I say I met my girlfriend uh, through uh, through Man On, so um, that's been that's been great. Uh, we've um, we've been together about nine months now, so that's been that's been a great thing. Um, the worst one, I'd have to say, early starts. There's got to be early starts, you know. If you've got to get to, you know, if you've got to get to Wimbledon on a Wednesday morning, yeah. you know, it can be uh, can be a half past five start. Um, right, 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 right. So, uh, and uh, and leave us with your favourite quote, John. Oh, my favourite quote. Oh, you got me there. Um, <laughs> you know what, Dave? I, I just kind of, I never remember much from an auction. You just kind of, you just kind of go with it. Whatever you know, whatever you say, and whatever you, yeah, whatever yeah. you do on an auction day, you, you never really. Um, you never really remember it. I suppose what, what a, fa- a favorite that we all say is uh, when the car when the car's got a roof rack on, we say, "Oh, oh, look at that! It's a great rack on that one," or, 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 something, <laughs> yeah. you know, or, or something like that. Uh, you know, uh, seafood shop if it's got a pan roof, and you yeah. know, we, we yeah, got a yeah. few, we got a few ones like that. There is bit... one more. Go on, go on, yeah, go on, mate. You go on. No, there, there was, there is one more um, that we say. Um, me and me, me and Kev like to use this one uh, when we see a nice convertible. You know, like a wimp, like a lady's car. Yeah, we say, here we go. Here's one. Treat your wife, or or, or treat someone else's wife. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it's up to you. You know, <laughs> and that always, that always gets a little giggle. People Brilliant. like that one. Brilliant. I, I like the old. There was an older uh, chap. It was on. I don't know if he's still in the auction. Got glasses. I think down, I know. Like, you, I know. Down yeah, south. I know. You. I know. Yeah. I know the band's well, yeah, yeah, And when I'd like, and when I'd like ten or twelve owners, he's had ten owners, and everyone loved it. Loved it. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. Something like that. that. A few times. Yeah. 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 Say that a few times. Yeah. So yeah, John. Thank you for uh, coming on the podcast, mate. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you. Nah, no, no problem, Dave. No problem at all. It's been great. I've really enjoyed it and, and good to catch up with you as well. So I hope you enjoyed the conversation there with John. Don't forget to like us on Facebook and subscribe to us in Apple iTunes. Thanks for listening.